Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Tuesday, October the 3rd. We are watching a little weather event taking place across the eastern parts of Canada's prairies this morning, and it will continue to work its way through eastern Saskatchewan and Manitoba during the course of the day. Today, there will be a fair amount of moisture there, and that will help to bolster the moisture profile for use next spring. Obviously, field work will be disrupted, though. Looking for a half to one and a half inches of rain, some local totals over two inches from southeastern Saskatchewan into the heart of Manitoba. That is on top of other rain that has occurred recently. This moisture is certainly very important for 2024 crops. Unfortunately, for areas farther to the west, it hasn't been raining all that much, and drought is still quite serious in southern and eastern Alberta, west-central into southwest and central parts of Saskatchewan. That is not going to change. Frost and freezes will likely drop through most of Canada's prairies into the northern U.S. plains as we get to the end of this week. Friday and Saturday mornings will be coldest. We expect frost down into northeast Colorado and northern Kansas. Freezes will occur into Nebraska, and we will likely see an end to the growing season in most of these areas. A little late, but it is going to occur. The cold air will then move into the Midwest as we move into the weekend, and it won't be quite is potently cold there, but cool enough that frost and a few light freezes will be in the upper Midwest as well. The rainfall prospects in the Midwest are not that great, and as we go forward through the end of this week, we'll likely have a little bit of rain in about half of the Midwest. The moisture will be good for those areas that need moisture, but not everybody's going to benefit from it, and uh, there will be a need for uh, additional moisture. The Delta in the southeast will stay dry, at least for this first week of the outlook. The second week for forecast doesn't change a great deal, but the GFS model last night tried to suggest a tropical cyclone would develop in the Gulf of Mexico and move across Florida. Well, we all know that that seems a little questionable at this point in time, and uh, we'll see what that actually uh, brings us when we get closer to that time period. The 6Z GFS model wiped out that event, so hopefully you're not buying into it any more than I am. Hard red winter wheat country will get a little bit of moisture, but not a lot, and uh, there will still be be a need for additional precipitation down the road, but certainly any rain that falls will be helpful in emerging and establishing that crop. In South America, there's not much change that took place overnight. We're still in a position here where we're going to see restricted rain in parts of Argentina over the next 10 days, and there is a chance for a few showers, but we're not going to see that precipitation culminate into any kind of substantial moisture change in the topsoil. There will be a few areas in La Pampa and western Buenos Aires that could pick up more than a half inch of moisture in the coming week, but uh, that's the only place, and I certainly don't expect that to have much of an impact on the big picture. Perhaps a few more showers will show up in the dry areas of Argentina in the second week of the forecast, but my confidence level is pretty darn low. Southern Brazil is headed for more flooding rain. This will occur from northern Rio Grande to Sul all the way up into parts of southern Sao Paulo as we go forward through the coming week to week and a half. Rain totals over that total period of time will probably run from about four to around eight or nine inches. And that is going to result in some flooding. Now, it doesn't all occur at once. That's good news, but it's going to be wet enough that there will be delays in farming activity, including the planting of uh, corn as well as soybeans and also some big concern or at least rising concern over the quality of winter wheat in the area as that crop moves into a more moisture-sensitive stage of development. 
In the meanwhile, center-west Brazil is not likely to see a lot of precipitation as we go forward through the next 10 days. It won't be absolutely dry, not by any means, but the precipitation that does occur is going to be a little bit restricted relative to the evaporation rates and the need for more substantial rains will be on the rise. Outside of North and South America, there's not a great deal of change today versus yesterday. The European continent outside of the North and Baltic Sea regions is expected to see restricted rainfall for at least 10 days. The uh, western parts of the CIS will also continue its status quo with very little precipitation expected uh, through this coming weekend. Now, uh, some areas in Russia's southern region will pick up on some moisture uh, late in the weekend and more likely next week. It will only run from a couple tenths to three quarters of an inch, but for wheat, that might be enough to start to improve the emergence and establishment potential for some of that crop. Ukraine does not get involved with much of that moisture, and it will continue to dry. In China, not much changed overnight. We're still looking at a good mix of weather for many areas. However, a typhoon is expected to impact the Guangdong and Fujian coastal areas after impacting southern Taiwan and likely to see heavy rain and flooding in all those areas with some wind damage. Also, the area in west-central and southwestern parts of China's crop country east of Tibet will also continue to see too much rain for a while. India will see rain only in the far eastern parts of the country and maybe in a few far southern areas, but everybody else is going to see net drying for a bit. And in Australia, we still have the biggest rain event of the season coming up here today and tomorrow in New South Wales, portions of central Victoria, and maybe a few locations in southwestern Queensland. This rain event will produce a half to one and a half inches of rain and some locally greater amounts to two inches perhaps, and that will be highly beneficial and well-timed for wheat, barley, and canola as they get ready and actually begin reproducing. In contrast, Western Australia gets little to no precipitation, and South Australia's rains are expected to be rather light too. These areas in the West are very important, Western Australia in particular, one of the largest wheat, barley, and canola producing areas in the country, with New South Wales a close rival in the second place. So about half of the nation's crop is going to benefit from rain coming up here over these next few days, while the West is going to continue to dry. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.